How do we feel about V for Vendetta? It's a fine film. It's okay. It's all, like it's it. perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like it had more weight during the the end of the Bush administration than anything else. It's weird because that wasn't the end. It was like 05. Oh, it was? Yeah. Guys, you are Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to the last episode and we're talking about out of Sandler movies. Yeah. And you're just like, no, 51st Dates was 04. <laughs> yeah. who, who knows that? I do. I do. Billy, IMDb. Yep. Oh my God. The Internet Movie Data Billy. IMDb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to And These Are Mine, a podcast featuring four dudes with strong opinions about stuff that doesn't matter. My name's Chris. I'm Scott. I'm Hunter. And I'm Billy. What's going on, guys? Well, you know, not too much. We're just sitting around making a podcast. We're on minute 20 of this (laughs) podcast so far. Yes, it's not been good. It's, It's not been good. And it's been, as the kids would say, bad. I wouldn't say bad. No. I'd say we're just we're late bloomers. Yeah. It takes us a while at, to get at there. podcasting or recording or I mean, I'm still going through puberty myself. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's hence fair. the baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from me, that's saying something. <laughs> that is yeah, true. But to be fair, though, you always have a baby face. True. I only recently decided to shave off the beard to see what was underneath. Mm. Yeah, I always wondered what lies beneath. That's not uh, a good look. Did you have immediate regrets? You know, because I knew that when I shaved, I was not going to like what I looked at. So, like, I had steeled myself for that. I was like, okay, you're going to do it, and you're going to be like, oh, man, that's what my upper lip looks like. That's why, I have a, that's why I have a beard. And then I shaved, and I was like, yeah, that's what my upper lip looked like. But then I was surprised to find out how much I hate my chin. So You hate your chin? I do. Why? Because, like, it's not what I thought it looked like. I haven't seen my chin since, like, 2015. So, like, I shaved, and I was like, ooh, that's an abrupt stop. I thought there was a little more pointiness to it. There is not. It's just like. Here it is, and then boom, flat line, and then it goes right back into like the so, jawline. So actually, I had to shave my beard for MegaCon for the costume I did for MegaCon, and I actually discovered the same thing that like I my chin has a little bit more like uh, palate to it. Is it palate or cleft? Cleft. Cleft. Yeah, has a little bit more like a butt chin. chin. Yeah, you talking about a butt chin? It's got a little bit of a butt chin, and I was extremely bothered by it. And there ain't nothing wrong with a butt chin, but no, if you there, don't expect there to be a butt chin, no, I was not expecting a butt chin. Yeah, Dude, and that's your butt chin. No. You've had it your whole life and you had no idea. I had no idea. And it was really bothersome. And see, like, Billy, you shave your face every year just to get, like, a clean reset. Yeah, if I could butt chin to this conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I shave once a year and I have immediate regrets because when I shave, I don't I don't find a sharp jawline or a, a pointy chin. I find a beluga whale staring at me from <laughs> and I go, man, this is a bad decision. I don't know why I did that. When you guys shave your face, and of course Scott's not contributing because he can't grow a beard, but uh, when you, <laughs> when you guys shave your face, do you do you do all of the all the fun gimmicks? Like we all like Hunter, Billy, and Chris all have full beards, but do you guys when you I wouldn't shave, call what I have full. <laughs> <laughs> when you went to shave though, did you do it specifically so that you had the handlebar for a hot minute and then you had the goatee for a hot minute? I do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did not, but I had also already I had done like a pre-trim. I had kind of like eased myself into it. I trimmed ah. to like a one you on walk my face me first. Pre-trim. Yeah. So before I shaved to the clean, clean, clean two-year-old baby face that you're looking at right now, um, I had taken my little beard trimmer. Mm-hmm. I had put on the lowest uh, guard that I could. Oh, okay, okay. Shaved it down to where it was basically just stubble to just look at it and go, "Can I commit to this?" 
um, made the poor choice to say yes. Um, so I, I, I only had like some light stubble when I went full shave. So I couldn't put like a mustache or a Fu Manchu. I can't do a Fu Manchu anyway. Uh, no. So, well, here's here's my tragic facial hair story. Um, after my surgery, I didn't really see people for like a week or so. So I took this opportunity to just not shave and see what happens. Right. And let me describe to you what happened over this <laughs> roughly seven-day period. So imagine Elvis Presley's mutton chops, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. And then Elvis decided to keep the mutton chops and separately grow a goatee. Okay. 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 But then he got mange. Oh. And it just got all patchy and gross. Not curly, but kind of wiry and not filled in. And I hated myself. Okay. And that's, that's where that ended. And so, I shaved very quickly. So there are entire sections for you that just do not grow hair whatsoever. Yeah. And also I have like differing colors. Did you so get like scurvy as a kid or something? No. I don't think scurvy would have anything to do with facial hair. It's although I don't know how much vitamin C goes into your follicles. Yeah. So, did you get like scurvy as I, a kid? No. No. I, I lived in Florida. There's plenty of vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the state flower is vitamin C here. <laughs> yeah, that's very it's, true. It's actually the orange blossom. Which has vitamin C in it, I'm sure. No, so fruit bearing trees often have very bland and colorless uh, flora. That's the word? Flora. 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 Yeah. flora. Yes. yeah. Um, because all of their like energy and stuff goes into the fruits. So oh. an orange blossom is actually just a white flower on an orange tree. This is a great radio. <laughs> I like trivia, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I have a small, I have a couple of patches where my, my beard doesn't grow, and I'm, like, really excited that, like, the main one is under my chin. Yep. Mm. It's like, it's like, you you guys can't tell because I'm pointing, but it's, like, right here. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like a, it's smooth. Mine's, mine's, uh, mine's, like, over here off to the side. It's off to, like, the left side of my face and under my chin, but it's under the, it's under the, the cheekbone. Or mm-hmm. not, well, not cheekbone, but chin bone. It's under the chin line. My the jawbone? Yeah, it's under the jawbone. So it's under the jawbone. Jawbone's connected to the chin bone. <laughs> anyway. Chin bone's connected to my wrist watch. Wait. It's a Simpsons Oh, reference. he's got a new Apple watch. <laughs> Goes right to the chin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, it's a different Simpsons reference and a but group of I, people that don't I'm, like the Simpsons. I'm 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 literally right there with you. Like I have a yeah. I have a I have a spot that's like under so I it's hard I'm to gonna see. interrupt this conversation yeah. to say Scott looks miserable right now. <laughs> my favorite thing to do on a podcast <laughs> is point to my face and talk about it so people can understand exactly what we're talking it's about. It's great. You guys are Hunter so and I were informed. doing just fine. Yeah. Fine. You want a segue? Billy, how's it going? Pretty good. Hey, uh, so last week, literally last week, because for once in our first time ever, lives, first time ever, <laughs> yes. we actually did a podcast a week after the previous one. Yeah. So last week you talked about something on the old Redaruski. I did. Uh, last week we talked about uh, something going on on r slash Thanos did nothing wrong. At that point, they had just hit, I believe it was like 140,000 subscribers. I think it was 120. 100, yeah, it was 120 at that point. Yeah. I believe uh, 120 is what we had agreed upon last time. <laughs> 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 and the the subscribers were were bitching to the mod saying, "Hey, once we hit a hundred, we should ban half the sub because that's what Thanos would do. He would snap <laughs> his fingers, half the sub would disappear, and balance would be restored." 
And the mods were like, no, we can't do it. Just not going to be a thing that happens. It's a lot of technical hurdles in the way. Yeah, there's, you know, it would cripple the Reddit servers. It'd just be a, a massive undertaking that would be for, for yucks, nothing else. It'd be like dogs without horses. Yeah. Well, a day or so later, the Reddit admin said, no, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we support it. Yeah, we can we can definitely make this happen. And that was when they had 120,000 subscribers, which would mean banning about 60,000 people. Right. It has been one week. Yep. As of this morning, they had 540,000 subscribers, meaning midnight in the U.S. I believe it's going to be East Coast time. Uh, may Pacific time. Pacific. Okay. Yeah, so uh, 3 a.m. Eastern tonight, midnight tonight, um, they will ban... At least 270,000 users. And we should note yeah. it's just from that specific yep. subreddit. It's not from Reddit. Yeah, just from Thanos did nothing wrong. Um, mods are subject to the ban. Yeah. This is this part 100% random, correct? Yep, it is a bot that will ban at random. The only people that will are not included in the random are lurkers who do not post or comment. Mm. So in theory, you the ones could, that really should get banned yeah. for not contributing <laughs> yeah. to it. In theory, you could create a situation where there are no more mods of that subreddit. A very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of subreddits where there are mods, but it's like there are no mods. <laughs> so it wouldn't be that different. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, like this is a major, major subreddit that would do that. Well, if the odds are anything like uh, Infinity War. All of the mods will stay, just like how all the original Avengers stayed. <laughs> yes, really that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The more I think about that film, the more I think that, like, man, it was awesome in the theater that one time, but they just they killed all vision of what stakes are in that universe. Well, they've been killing the stakes for a decade now. Every every episode is because they're just episodes at this point is just like the world's about to end. Except for like Black Panther and Homecoming. Those were the two where it was like oh, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp. Ant-Man 1 and 2. Oh, I haven't seen Ant-Man either. 1 had a bit of a bigger stake because um he could have used the the you can you can spoil it. I it's mean Ant-Man it's, it's been out for like 5 years and I haven't seen so it the first yet. one. Yeah, the the bad guy in that one could have used the technology to end the world uh ant-man and the wasp there's no world at stake yeah which is great yeah, yeah. They're, they're killing more stakes than a dude ranch no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um oh, yeah Jesus. The, the really cool thing about this whole thanos did nothing wrong ban is the from the day they announced it that was six days before the the band date is july 9th yep the band-aid no. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's July 9th. That's so they started oh, okay. <laughs> six days before. And each day they've been posting one image or GIF or video of one of the Infinity Stones. Right. So he's been collecting them each day. Um, the Avengers subreddit surrendered the time stone the other day because they said, <laughs> you know, it was the only way. Right. Um, this morning, now we're 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 in the end game now. Yeah. Um, Josh Brolin sent a video to Reddit of him, which is weird because he's laying in bed, he's shirtless, and he's yeah. like, he's like, hey Reddit. He had to he had to to achieve balance, so he's probably wearing pants. Uh, we hope because we only saw him from like the chest up, right? But balance, sure. But like he's just laying in bed, and he's like, hey Reddit. Um, I, I forget the exact words. He was like, hey, I just wanted to you know send uh, my my snap, and he just. Snaps his fingers. And then somebody realized that it was posted on Reddit by one of the Russo brothers. Yeah. So, like, people are in on this. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, like, this whole week, people have been, there's been a flood of posts in that Reddit of people being like, petition to have Tom Holland join 
um, but leave right before the band so he will feel good this time. <laughs> um, somebody posted a picture of Stan Lee today. They're like, look, we got our cameo. Like, it has been oh, the most awesome. fun subreddit to be in for in, in ages. There has been a lot of really, really cool things like this on Reddit that like everybody just kind of gets a part of and it becomes like this kind of global event for a little bit. And it's normally for, for a really... For a really, you know, good bunch of feel goods, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, there was r slash place, mm-hmm. uh, which was a community driven giant pixel board where you could, where you as a user could only make one pixel change. And so mm. people was, would have to team up together to. It was like one pixel change every, like, is it like one minute or every three minutes? I got so deep. In oh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite. It was just an evolving art board for those that didn't know. Yeah. The, the favorite one I was involved with was r slash Rainbow Road. And, <laughs> and we just made Rainbow Road cut across the entire subreddit. <laughs> uh, but we, we made alliances with other people. So, like, there was, uh, there was also a heart road that came, like, it intersected with Rainbow Road. And so we made an alliance with the people of the Heart Road to make the hearts rainbow colored when they crossed Rainbow Road. Oh my lord! Yeah, oh. it was it was just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> there was r slash the button for a really long oh, time. Oh, I remember the button. That was, that was so awesome. Reddit. So I think it was uh, April Fool's Day of 2016. Reddit, uh, the admins on Reddit unleashed this place called r slash the button, and it was just a big red button. And there was what's going to happen when the button gets pressed. And then there was uh, alliances formed of button pressers and non-pressers. And it, it just became this big, fun community event. It was all in good fun. I don't think the button was eventually pressed and it ended up being like absolutely nothing or something. But it was it was a big like social experiment yeah. of, of silly. Yeah, they also did one a few years prior that was each post got assigned a random color. It was like periwinkle, orange, <laughs> like purple and something else. And uh, so every post that was submitted uh, got randomly assigned, and there's a scoreboard at the top of Reddit. And each uh, post from those colors like kept adding, and people were like warring to try and get their favorite color. <laughs> and you had no control over yeah. <laughs> over what color your post was. It was excellent. And then there's some slightly smaller stuff like uh, prequel memes going at war with sequel, sequel memes. memes. And then like the lines being drawn with different other subreddits doing like like bikini bottom twitter sided with prequel memes and yeah. like yeah it was amazing as it should be yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. um prequel memes is actually trying to get in on the uh the, the thanos. thanos did nothing wrong um was somebody from prequel memes jumped in there this morning and posted a, a prequel meme and the band said well knock it off we're gonna ban you and they responded with the gif of uh obi-wan going that's why I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the whole point is to get banned. Yeah. I don't want to be one of the ones that survives. No. That's no fun. Also, there's going to be a uh, Reddit uh, trophy yeah. or a badge. Oh, yeah. If you get banned. Oh, really? Yes. Yep. That's Ooh. awesome. Now, are they going to go and make the soul stone? It's already made. Oh, it's, it's already, already made. Yeah, the soul. I think it's in in the soul stone or the soul zone. I forget the, the exact, soul zone. Yeah, yeah. I forget the, the, the exact one. But yeah, that's um you're, you're going to be put there. And I believe there's talk of if. You know that gets undone in Avengers Four. Yeah. Um. That the 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 ban the, the will be lifted. Yeah. That's what I, I had yeah. read. So otherwise, it's just going to be all of your Avengers memes in this very dedicated small <laughs> subreddit. <laughs> yeah. That's two hundred fifty thousand people strong. But the really crazy thing is, uh, as of today, Thanos did nothing wrong. Is the most subscribed to Marvel subreddit. That's insane. not r slash Marvel. Not r slash Avengers. That's insane. It's 
Thanos did nothing wrong. That's great. That is absolutely insane. What's really funny is to see how other places are talking about it. Like, I forget what website wrote this article. They're like, uh, yeah, the separate group of uh, Thanos apologists. And I was like, God, that makes us sound so bad. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. But to be fair, he did nothing wrong. No, nothing. I'm Although, I'm just trying to get some balance up in this. I'm team Thanos here, guys. Yeah, oh, God. Well, he was the most fleshed out character in that movie. He oh, really yeah. was. Had great character development and the, had a great personal story. And oh, a yeah. Great personal arc. He's the only the only emotional responses I got out of that movie came from Thanos. And of course, Tom Holland. But like, yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. So somebody Hashtag this morning. Tom Holland is my Spider-Man. <laughs> somebody this morning posted a picture from one of the uh, many uh, Marvel comics featuring Thanos and it's uh, there's one of them. I forget which one specifically where he basically claps Captain America's head into nothing, mm-hmm. Ooh. just thus destroying him. And somebody posted that. The only response was R slash Thano did one thing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> did you just call him Thano? Well, I mean, Thano. 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 He did give Captain America the clap. So, <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> which is oh. no. That's impressive to give a virgin the clap. That's oh, that's, so that's impressive. <laughs> Is he still a virgin? I mean, are we talking comics or are we talking movies? I mean, like, uh, I like the idea of Virgin of Captain America. Virgin Captain America from like the comics. He's been doing this for like fifty years. <laughs> virgin and he America. Just, virgin America. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Richard Branson in the cap suit. Yes. <laughs> I do. I, do you think that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that Cap is a in the virgin? MCU? I think he is because like. He never really got to go on the date with Peggy. Right. And she's dead. Yeah, she's kind of dead. Um, he did kiss uh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, that's right. But we don't know if anything ever came of that. Right. Isn't that just weird? A little like, bit. I'm not little, into the idea of weird. like, hey, me and your grandma, we kind of had a thing going on. <laughs> I feel like it would be weird for Sharon. It would be less weird for Cap. Yeah. Well, 100% because like Sharon at that point is just the replacement for her grandma. Yeah. And that's, that doesn't humanize her enough. You're you saying know? Cap was just Sharon the Carters? Oh, no! <laughs> that's so bad. I wish I had an air horn right now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. I saw it cooking in Scott's head. I was like, I got to beat him. I got to do it. <laughs> Punchline scramble. This point goes to Billy. <laughs> we need to not sit across from each other because we can totally telegraph what we're doing. Yeah. Oh. God, me and Scott have the connection this week <laughs> yeah it's whatever it is everybody has to have a connection with yep. scott it was Aww. me last week this week it's billy chris yep. you're up next me, uh, me and scott could pilot one hell of a kaiju the kaijus yeah. are the bad ones yeah. i like the idea of you piloting a kaiju though with like a giant saddle and a tiny couple of you guys on there just like putting reins in godzilla <laughs> you're wearing like super tiny cowboy hats yeah well you got well, i mean it'd be a regular size cowboy hat but no, it would no, no, look no, so no, tiny no, on they the should kaiju. wear super tiny cowboy hats so so, so they're tiny on the kaiju, but then the cowboy hats are also tiny. They're in proportion. Everything's in proportion. That's what I'm saying. It's a regular size for them. They're tiny on the kaiju. No, no, no. But they would have a tiny cowboy hat on. and then- Like a cowboy yarmulke? Ish, yeah. Okay. Like a cow yarmulke. Like you took Woody's hat off and put it on yourself. Exactly. Okay. That'd be great. And it, oh, Whilst on top of Scott Mothra. would look adorable with that. You know it. Oh, he would. <laughs> Scott would look great with a tiny little cowboy hat. You just picture them trying to hold on to the oversized saddle while the kaiju's running through the streets of Neo Tokyo. Like, come on. 
That's true. I could see it. I don't know if although I would like to see you all in there is now. Pacific Rim. No, we we made it. We've just made it yep. in the Pacific Rim cinematic universe. There's a Neo Tokyo. It's San Francisco. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's that, from that's Big, Big Hero Six. Six. That's from Big Hero Six. Yeah. Which I thought was a cool mashup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Although for a brief second, Chris believed that was the I was the Pacific Rim place. Well, I pulled Neo Tokyo from Akira. So that's oh. that's why I was that's why I was slightly confusing myself already. But I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't get Akira. I didn't I, I watched the first half of it. I think the the it is a it is a objectively beautiful film. Right. It epitomized this art style in the eighties that came out of Japan that was extremely hyper-violent and hyper-visual. And it, it is an absolutely beautiful film. And in theory, all anime stems from it uh, to a very large degree that came out of the 90s. Right. So, like, your Dragon Ball Z and stuff came out of that to to some degree. I think Dragon Ball had actually already started when Akira came out. Dragon Ball was in the 80s. Yeah. Dragon Ball, I think, was, like, 86 or something like that, 85. I had a Dragon Ball NES game I had got from a So this is the part where the shop. five people that care start violently typing out an email to us. <laughs> I was just, like, literally none of us are qualified to have any kind <laughs> nope. of intelligent conversation about anime. Yeah. No. I'm like, man, it's really good we don't have a fan base because we would get torn apart in <laughs> oh, yeah. conversation. And I've watched... A lot of anime, oh, like yeah. when I was in my youth, but I have I no could, authority over I could it. tell you more about the storyline from Toonami than I can from, you know, anything in like Naruto. You guys there remember Toonami? There was a yeah. storyline in Toonami? Yeah. Actually, there was three storylines because Tom was the leader of the ship. I remember Tom. Yeah. And there was actually like huge crossover events where Tom had to fight some evil thing. That's why there were three different Toms because Tom died twice. Oh. Tom as the host died twice so they could bring in a new like design for him. I stopped watching Toonami during original Tom. Oh, when he he was like a short little guy. Yeah, he was a short little dude. He had a gray hair and a big fat blue belly. I have a feeling, now correct me if I'm wrong, was was Tom's voice, was that Steve Steve Blum, the... The guy who does Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. I feel like it was him. We might need to look that up. I'm not positive. Billy, don't you just know this? I don't. Uh, <laughs> you should. I'm sorry. Gosh, Billy. Yeah, I'm sorry. If it doesn't involve the year it was released, I got nothing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. Yep. Toonami was great, though, back in the day. It was a good time. I don't know how it was after I stopped. I'm sure it was still fantastic. I just changed tastes. I mean, it's just a block of anime. Like, <laughs> it was. <laughs> true. It, it was, but it had like a themed, you know, intro yeah, and outro. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you watch Nick Jr. and there was Face. Remember <laughs> Face? Hi there. Face here. Exactly. Or when you oh, watch Nickelodeon Afternoons and it was Stick Stickly. Stick Stickly. Simmer down now. <laughs> Stick Stickly was the shit. Stick Stickly was great. Stick Stickly was that like, hey, what if we just didn't care what if we just put a face on a stick? Yep. On a popsicle stick. stick. Are we good? We're was good. Was Clippy the paperclip before Clippy? He wasn't as annoying as Clippy. No. no not at all. He like, was... he was annoying. Yeah. He wasn't as annoying yeah. as Clippy. One of my favorite things I've seen on the internet in recent times is an image of Clippy. And <laughs> this little speech bubble pops up. And it goes, hi. It looks like you're writing a ransom letter. Might I suggest <laughs> you use more aggressive language? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Whatever it... happened to Clippy? Did he retire or did he die? We don't know. Oh, he was brutally it. murdered because everyone hated him. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. It's yeah. been a fun week, though. It's been a good one. Because of uh, we had the 4th of July. Uh, the four of us, uh, Adam boys, definitely had our fr- one of our friends here. Our, arguably the biggest fan of Adam was here. Our friend Andrew. Yeah. He was, yeah. In, he was in town for we, the 4th of July. We vehemently tried to get him on an episode this week. But yeah. 
just tight schedules all around made it impossible. We're going to get him on one. Yeah. We're going to have to Skype him in. and Adam Boy. I thought you were talking about Adam Boy's. Like the old director of PlayStation, I was so. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you the way you are? I I was just sitting here being like, I don't really think Andrew likes Adam Boyce that much. (laughs) Why would he even care that much? The only reason I bring up Andrew, I mean, other than to say, "Hey, Andy." The only reason I bring him up is that he started doing something that really kind of jogged my brain for a, a conversation topic. And he started going around and he would make jokes. And then when he would finish the joke, whether or not the joke landed or not, he'd be like, oh, it's a good bit. Or, oh, that's not a good bit. Joke is a light way to it's 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 a generous thing to say it for really what was is. going on. Because yeah. sometimes it would nail and it would be funny as crap. And yeah. then other times it'd be like, no, that's not even a bit. Yeah. And it wouldn't be funny. But it made me think. No, you are the worst offender of calling bits things that aren't bit. Wait, calling things that aren't bits bits. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was gifted with a few gifts and comedy wasn't one of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine because it's a great bit. But no. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. I just uh, the the image of all of our fans groaning at their office desks made me smile right there. We have all, the, all this, all all this all talk of fans. bits that I just think of um, little bits from uh, Rick and Morty. Little bits. I think of <laughs> I think of Bitstream, the ninth <clears throat> seeker from uh, the Transformer series. Of course you do. So you have uh, Starscream, Thundercracker, Skywarp. Oh, we're going to name all of them. And yep. then, <laughs> then you yep. have mm-hmm. Skywarp, Dirge, and Thrust. And then you have Acid Storm, Sunstorm, and Bitstream. And then the 10th one is the first woman, and it's uh, Slipstream. I'm going to throw the quote back at you that you just said a few minutes ago to Scott. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> <laughs> at we're least just... we have an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so back to this bit bit. It made uh. me... Oh, I got a bit bit. It tells me how many steps I took today. <laughs> I was oh, so yeah. close. I was so close. Oh, man. You I were... almost got him. Oh, Scott almost had a kitchen full of Billy's oh, spit water over. Billy was oh, taking man. a drink. I said my bit, and that was a good bit, guys. And then, Billy, I could see. I've never seen lips purse so tight to try to keep the moisture inside. God, it was, it was a close call. Ah. So the topic at hand is... Because because since Andy has left us now, rest in peace, Andy, since he's left us now, uh, <laughs> we've all literally every single one of us have said something. And then at some point gone, well, that's a good bit. So the topic at hand is isms that you either picked up from film or TV or movies that you have then held on to. So, like, obviously, that's a good bit. It's great. Yeah, it's, we've all we've all picked it up. It's wonderful. Uh, what are some things that you say kind of in your daily life that you may have picked up from somewhere else? Literally everything that we say. <laughs> What's a couple of good examples? Don't just kill so, the bit. I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> so, you know the episode of South Park when the people from the future come and take everyone's jobs and they're all just yep. like a, they're all these gray people. Uh, I think there might even be one gender also, or there's two genders, and there's really just like one type of person, right? Everyone is homogenized on the planet Earth. We're slowly becoming just the same person. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because we keep absorbing each other's bits. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One of of the first things that comes to mind is my brother and his friends, they used to always, and it's really dumb, I can't explain why, but they would say ooh wee a lot. <laughs> let me let me give you some context. <laughs> Please do. 
So like we'd like go to the skate park or something, right? And someone would do something tight and be like, oh, ooh-wee. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and I would make fun of them incessantly for me. I was like, and like I always idolized my brother growing up. But I was, this was the first time I was like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> right. what are you doing? <laughs> and then sure enough, like two weeks later, uh, Dave and I are hanging out. He's like, yo, do you want to go see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Like, oh, ooh-wee. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. It's not good. So, so it's, not, it's not always intentional that you pick up these things. Sometimes you're just exposed to something so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that it just creeps its way uh, unwarranted. <laughs> I would vocabulary. venture to say that it is never intentional. If it is intentional, it always feels forced. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, most of the the most recent things that now I talk different than I used to talk would be because I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race a couple years ago. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I say a lot of phrases from that. There's a lot of like, I'm living for this or that's giving me life or you get it, girl. <laughs> I call a lot of things girl that are not a girl. <laughs> but like, it feels natural. It, it's I didn't consciously start to do it. I started doing it while I was watching the show and you're listening to the way that they're talking. And I'm sort of like a... I'm kind of a sponge, kind of a chameleon. Like you put me somewhere and I'm going to like take a second, kind of see how things are working. And then I'm just going to naturally try to blend in with it. So like while I'm watching the show, I'm like, oh, girl, you better take that off. That ain't working for you. (laughs) You know, we're like, like, oh, she being shady while I'm watching the show. And then, you know, I'll be hanging out with people. I used to work at a bell stand, a bunch of dudes, and I'm over here saying, like, oh, that girl's outfit's giving me life. And uh, <laughs> didn't really, like, fly over there. <laughs> but I love it. It's 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 a new part of my vernacular, and I really, you know, I'm all about words, so I really like it. Yeah. I and guess it's, we're... It's not only just words, though, either. So No, no. It's, it's, it's mannerisms, yeah. it's everything. Yeah. Like, I... Uh, I've always loved like absurdist humor. Yes. And the things like YouTube haiku on Reddit or uh, three of us recently really got into my brother, my brother and me over the last Uh couple of years. And uh, that kind of absurdist brand of humor Mm -hmm. being surrounded by it so much has just gotten like my creative juices in that vernacular. (laughs) Yes. Fuming in my mind. And so I've become much less dateable. Oh man, I I, I kind of feel that too. Cause so so I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of like just morning drive radio humor that I picked up now because of my my podcast choices in the morning and stuff. Or super super dry humor from the wrestling podcasts that I listen yeah. to, which is just a bit silly to pick that up from. But no, I t- I totally get it. You tend to absorb or become a chameleon to what you're around. I definitely say that after this week, we've all had a couple of really good bits about this. Yeah, I would say like uh, since starting to hang out with these these sweet, sweet boys, uh, (laughs) specifically Scott, Scott is like Scott and I have a similar like background of what we listen to and who we hung out with. Not that we hung out with the same people, but we hung out with the same people, if you get what I mean, (laughs) Uh, type of people, the same type of people in like high school. And like I've been away from that for a long time. And then when I started hanging out with Scott, like words like tight and rad have come yeah. back yep. yeah. like real hard God, I, I, I distinctly remember when uh, Scott said dope around me once to say that something was cool yeah. and for whatever reason I picked it up and not two days after I had picked it up Billy looks at me and he goes Chris shut up <laughs> stop saying dope and I was like 
that's not dope. Yeah. <laughs> dope was actually what I was going to mention because uh, I felt bad because I, I've endlessly told you not to use it, but I also really like using it. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that like will not get picked up for me because I hate it. It's fine for Scott to use it because like Scott's from Jacksonville and it just fits. But like oh, I can't. I can't say dope. I also there was a guy that I worked with for like literally two weeks and that was the only thing he said was, oh, yeah. Oh, dope. Dope. That's dope. That's dope. Oh, that costs that much. That's dope. That's dope. Oh, OK. So we're uh, we're going to be doing this. Dope. 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 All right. Yes, literally yesterday, I looked at someone and said, I have to take a Duke. And that's all on Duke. you. That's all, Scott. That is Duke. all on you, Scott. That's a good oh, but one. we are all dropping Dukes now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have oh, all sure. been dropping 100% Dukes. 100% we're sure. dropping Dukes. That's a damn good That's a great bit. Damn good bit. Yep. God, that's freaking wonderful. Yep. Oh, um, Unless you get a bit of Duke in your pants. Uh, uh, that's a bad bit. That's, that's a bad, bad bit. Not a good not a good look. No, it's a bad bit. Um, Another one I feel like has been adopted by many people in our group, all courtesy of our friend Andrew, is Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeesh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeesh. Oh, yeesh. Yeesh. Kevin says, just started saying yeesh like a surfer. Yep. Oh, really yeesh weird. is a good one. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just, it's fun to pick that stuff up and, yeah. and to reflect back on it because that's, that's what makes you connect and love those people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also some that I've picked up from, you know, whether it be podcasts or, or oh, movies yeah. or TV or things. One of the ones I picked up from a podcast that I didn't even realize I was starting to do it until I was telling a story to somebody and I realized I would start to say, you know, I'll tell you everything. I'll put it all on front street. Like, that's a Kevin Smithism. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's his, you know, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving you the whole story. Like, Along with face, neck and chest. That's oh, also a Kevin oh, Smithism. Yeah. That one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, put it all in front street. It's one I've used for a couple of years now. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I don't remember how or when, but it yep. just started happening. I, uh, sometimes in conversation, I'll pit, I'll use one from the Kevin and Bean show, which is the LA morning drive show in, uh, on K rock. And I'll just go, I'll be explaining something to somebody and I'll, I like want to separate some time between one thought and the next. And I'll just go, look, 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 look. And then I'll start whatever I was going to say because <laughs> I just needed to buy that second and a half. Uh, it's a good it's, it's, it's a good bit. Conversational oh. hijacking. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I'm not going to let you talk yet because I have more that I want to say, but I haven't thought about what it is yet. So look, look, I'm formulating this. Look, look, don't talk yet. Don't get me distracted. Look. <laughs> Okay, I figured it out. <laughs> exactly. You know what has uh, I've started doing recently more, and I, I don't know where it's coming back from, but I'm starting to get like my southernisms have like returned. Mm -hmm. I was talking about something and how like basically it was just band-aiding a situation, and I I gave I gave the old uh, you're just putting lipstick on a pig. You know, the little the little idioms that you get back there, you know, from, like, from well, he's south, more yeah. nervous than a long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> Have you never heard that? <laughs> Have you never heard that? I've never heard that. And you, that is fantastic. Okay, you're from you're from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't there are no long tailed cats or rocking chairs in Brooklyn. There's just <laughs> big rats and angry, angry taxi drivers. <laughs> You're for, Scott's from Jacksonville. Scott's heard it because Jacksonville is the sweaty south. Um, <laughs> and my entire family's from Tennessee, except. Oh, that's where you've heard yeah. it from. I'm from central Florida and I have never heard it. And that is practically the south of the Florida. Yeah. So that's that's a That's you've never. I can't believe you never, I've heard, never that. heard that one. I what was, about a one legged man in an ass kicking contest? I've heard that one. Yeah, I've definitely heard it. I haven't heard it from back home. I actually okay. heard, I heard that from wrestling. 
Oh, I got, yeah. I got the, that is an old. Uh, yeah, they yeah. used to use that yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. Good, old, good old JR. What's your my? You know what my favorite Southernism is? What that is? It could be both good and bad. Bless your little heart. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, because bless your little heart could either be the most condescending thing on the freaking planet. Or it is the sweetest yeah. possible thing you could yeah. ever hear in your life. I'm not used to the little in there. I'm used to, oh, bless oh. your heart. Oh, yeah, I bless your little heart. Bless oh, yeah. your little heart. I can and see it. I feel like it depends on the type of person you are. Like, yes. you can't use bless your heart in either way. Like, there is a single way that I as a person can use that or you as a person. Yeah. Yes. And it can't be changed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, great, great example. Chris's mom will use it in the perfect way. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, bless your little heart. Be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, exactly. But like, I feel like if uh, I'm trying to think of somebody we know that would use it, and it's like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. I think from there's you. an age limit. There is. Like, once you reach a certain age threshold, then you can say, bless your little heart, and it means something. If a grandma, you're never gonna hear a grandma be like, oh, bless your little heart. Oh, you have oh. never been to a Southern Baptist church. Let me tell you. Okay. Yeah. The number of times you could hear, oh, bless your heart, honey. Is yeah. the, oh, woo. Yeah. That's like spitting that. straight fire in the house yeah. of God. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's, that's great. You know uh, what's another one that I really love? This is, I, this is one that I, I heard a few times and I'm like, you know what? I am going to try to force this one in because I love it so much. Is God willing in the creek don't rise. Yeah. <laughs> God willing in the creek don't rise is just like, I live for that one now. That one. Oh, I've there's never... my RuPaul's Drag Race right there. My Drag Race uh, lexicon. I'm living for it. I've never heard that one. Oh, You've never heard God willing in the creek don't rise? Yeah. It's it's what you say if it's like, hey, you know, I'll see you on uh, Monday. And you're like, God willing if the, in the creek don't rise. Just being meaning, like. Meaning like if the creek rose, it would like flood the road you wouldn't be able to get to where you're going oh okay just basically meaning barring circumstances yeah yeah that's weird it's a good one (laughs) i'm with hunter on that one yeah Yeah, that's a good one i I will say that the one that i apparently did a lot uh that i have no idea where i picked it up from but bud light stole it from me was here we go uh bud light used to have a tagline which was just here we go and i in high school a lot and in uh early college I would I would look at a situation as it would develop, and I knew it was about to turn bad. And I'd be like, "Oh, here we go." And it, that's that's Keenan Thompson. No, that's Kel. No, it's not. It's Kel no, from Keenan and Kel. No, that's ah. Uh, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, here, here it goes. goes. Yeah. No, that's not the same. Cool. Here we go. Exactly. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I played that version of Cool Borders. I think I played the one before it. So you played Cool Borders one? Nope. I played Cool Borders three. That would be the one after. after yeah. Two typically comes before three. And most times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless we were trying to like Star Wars it in like a really janky way. That's nope. true. Two still came Two before still three. Came, yep. Janky is a word I've picked up. Yeah. I've, I've realized that now. Yeah. So there's that. So anyway. Hey, guys. Guess what it's time for? Uh-oh. It's what time. It? It's time for the best part of the show. It's the reason why we put it at the end of the show so that people have to suffer through the first 30 minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the No Prep Top 5. Ooh. No Prep Top 5. I was waiting for Scott to jump in. Like, I did the announcement, <laughs> Billy did the baseline. Uh, I'm guessing Hunter did the synth. I did the puberty. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you hear that sweet crack there in the middle? <laughs> I told you earlier I'm still going through puberty. I am 31 years old. I was sitting here just horrified. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I have a no prep for whatever music is going to come out of my mouth when we do that too. 
And uh, it, it, you know, it's hit or miss. So last <laughs> week's no prep top five was from Billy Kins. And That's Billy, me. Billy, what was your no prep top five? My no, t- no prep top five last week was top five comedy films. That's a good one. It was a good one. It was a lot of fun. That's a good one. I, Although before you continue, okay. I, I will say this. If you listened last week, we're sorry. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. realized that we did an hour and two minute long no prep top five. The no prep top five longer than the entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, that preceded it. Yeah, it was good. It, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good bit. Yeah, it, it was, was a great bit. <laughs> I mean, I would say that like the no can't prep wait top to five. apologize for using the word bit over and over again next yeah. week's show. That's nah, fine. I can't wait till Billy's editing it. And it's just like bit, 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 <laughs> just like terrible sounds. coming oh, out. I, I, like I really hope someone is having like an issue with their mic and it just peaks every time they say bit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, luckily, I'm looking at the levels and nobody's peeking when they say bit. If, if it was, though, it'd be a really good bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, might be a might be a bit depth issue, actually. Anyway. I would say that, like, the, the no prep top five is kind of the meat and potatoes of of the of show. The show so. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. If we can call this a show. Yeah. No, it's a we, showish. I mean, we, it's the fifth one we've done. With yeah. Format and one day we're going to find our groove, guys. We are. It, today is not that day. No, absolutely not. It took us 20 minutes to be able to start the podcast. Yeah, today. that's fine. very true. Although, you're faster than last week's episode this by a few true. minutes. So yeah. we're, we're, we're doing better. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. So, you threw up a groove. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't understand. By, by all accountable means, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, uh, Billy, you had uh, top five comedies last week, and you gave the baton to? You, Christopher. Yeah. It's my turn for the no prep top five. Uh, I'm going to go uh, a little 21 and up for this, but I'm going to keep it safe for work uh, in that. You'll get it once eyebrow. I say it. Yeah. I'm a little afraid. You'll get it once I say this. We're going to celebrate the fact that the 4th of July is a time where you go outside and you tend to have a really good time and you tend to maybe, you know, indulge a little bit. So this week's No Prep Top 5 is your top five favorite alcoholic beverages. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, see, see, it's twenty one and up because that's the legal drinking age. Yeah. So yeah. I, have, I have a question. As First of all, everyone should be drinking and calling their parents responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so possibly we, not at the same time. Are we doing like mixed drinks? Are we doing beers? The floor is, is any, open. Okay. The only <laughs> thing that you can't do, uh, because we all know that I really enjoy uh, Jack Daniels. I would not do like, oh, number two is honey Jack and Coke and number three is Jack and Coke. So have so, some faith in us, Christopher. Uh, no, that would be the only like. OK, the irony <laughs> is the one I don't have faith in is Christopher. hundred <laughs> percent. Number five, Jaeger and pineapple. Number two, Jaeger and Red Bull. Number three, straight Jaeger. <laughs> number four, whatever Scott gave me. Number one, Jaeger and Coke. <laughs> Let's, let's ignore that I went totally out of order and went number five, number two. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Yeah, the machete order. Oh, yeah. So we're starting it off with with uh, Scott. And are we going to do the thing we did last week? Um, where we, instead of Scott doing his top five, he does one, I do one, one. Billy does one, I think Chris does one. I think it's a, I think that it's was good, a good but system. I feel like that's what contributed to the very, very long Well, episode. the only way we're going to tone it down is if we get better at it. Yeah, it's true. It's and true. you know what? We're starting this this one at only like 30, 35 minutes into the podcast. That's so very true. You know, we got time. We're ahead of the curve. Y'all got nothing to do, right? When you get out of the car, the podcast stops. You get back in the car, the podcast starts. You're fine. It's true. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside Baseball for And These Are Mine. Uh, <laughs> Scott, the topic is top five alcoholic beverages. First of all, I'm going to write them on my phone as 
I say them so I don't forget them all last week. Are you going to do the same thing you did last week, yeah. Billy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so Billy, Billy wrote it He'll down on our show notes so that he scribed yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my number one drink, uh, everyone who knows me knows that I'm really into tiki. Uh, now everyone who doesn't Vodka. know me, no. Everyone who doesn't know me who's listening to this also now knows that I'm really into tiki. Uh, so my number one is going to be classic, just the straight up Mai Tai. Really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. I nice love, island flair. Love a good Mai Tai. There's, there's many different types. I typically make the 71 Mai Tai, which mm-hmm. is uh, a white rum, a Dimamura rum, a dark rum, lemon juice, lime juice, pineapple juice, orange curacao, and orgeat. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mai Tai is one of the few rum drinks that I'm like, all right, I can do this because mm. rum is not my thing. <laughs> so what would be your thing, Hunter? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Christopher. And you're probably going to find a pattern as we keep getting back to me. Number one <laughs> is going to be Irish whiskey. Nice. Nice. In a glass, perhaps one to two cubes of ice. No mix, no soda, no Coke, no Jameson and Coke, none of that stuff. Um, I My preferred Irish whiskey, uh, I have two that I really like. Um, there is Bushmills 10-year. Uh, if I'm springing for myself and I want to spend a little bit more, I'll get Bushmills 10-year. It is wonderful and smooth, and it's got a lot of flavor. Um, I've had the 16-year, and you'd think it would be better, but I didn't like it as much. And my other one I really like is called Black Bush. It's Bushmills, but uh, Irish whiskey, uh, I'll give you a little history. Irish whiskey is done in peat barrels and peat yeah, instead it, like, of— Yeah, it tastes uh, like dirt. No, no, no. It tastes smooth and delicious. Like uh, dirt. Irish whiskey typically doesn't have the smokiness, but Black Bush— has a little smokiness to it, and it's really, really nice. Mm. It's not quite as smoky as like a, a an actual scotch, but it's it's got just the hint of smoke, and it's nice. I have had scotches where it was like, did I just drink a campfire? And that was unpleasant. <laughs> so my number one is going to be Irish whiskey, uh, one ice cube. Nice. Uh, my number one, and this isn't like a ranked of list. Course. This is yeah, like my it, first it entry is. in the list. Um, it is typically it's a shot. But it can also be very, very enjoyable as a full drink. It's called the Surfer on Acid. <laughs> Explain. Surfer on Acid is Jaeger, Malibu, and Pineapple. Okay. You just named three things that I find disgusting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I, don't, I don't fault you for that at all. Like, I am retching right now. <laughs> it's actually very enjoyable. Okay. Um, it, 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 the Malibu and Pineapple kind of cut the the grossness of Jaeger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of it together, it's actually really, really nice. Started as a shot that uh, I thought was very good. It, for a while, you could also serve it as like a, 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 a bomb kind of drink. Okay. Um, where you put the Malibu and pineapple in a pint glass and you drop a shot of Jaeger in. Um, or you can make it just as a shot mixed together or you can make it as a mixed drink because um, it's not, it, it's not as, you know, heavy hitting. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's, and it's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a good summer drink. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where I found it. Uh, my dad used to throw all these barbecues up in Jersey. Uh, so we, I would try to find a drink that wouldn't kill me during the summer. And that was such a good pick. So yeah, that's my number one, Surf on Acid. Nice. Nice. Uh, my number one, I'm going to I'm gonna take it overseas because I think Scott will eventually say it and I want to steal it from him now. I'm going to go with the highball. Mm. The, the, the highball, which would be... Suntory highball? Suntory highball, yep. Straight out of Japan. It is Japanese whiskey and seltzer water. And it is delicious it's a very i would scott help me with this one it's a really light drink if it's like very it's not a very heavy alcoholic drink it's super light you can get it out of a can in a vending machine in japan it's partially why that place is so wonderful (laughs) um but i that's the big takeaway i have for it uh for a highball is that it is 
just so light. Yeah, I mean, it's basically whiskey and water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, so it's and it's not. It's normally it's normally like well whiskey, so like it's not normally uh, super alcoholic uh, in terms of. No, we're by talking. Volume. This is like a dollar fifty for a can of it. Or $2 exactly. For a can yeah, of it. yeah, you are also talking about getting whiskey out of a can, so I can't imagine it it's being like high quality Japan whiskey. And everything's wonderful there, though. That's. <laughs> I am glad that you you specified like the name of the drink with with the highball because a highball is is just a glass oh yeah, yeah. no that's a good point highball is a glass it's uh just the slightly taller version of a rocks glass mm-hmm. um so i was like you said the highball i'm like <laughs> of what <laughs> that's why that's why i had uh that's why i had scott come in for the assist on that one i got you bud yeah thanks bud good tag uh, team action so yeah my number one is gonna be the highball so my number two uh i'm saying it now before it gets on someone else's list uh, but it is my favorite beer that is available almost anywhere, and that oh. is Guinness. Oh, right I, out of left field. I was typing a different beer. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all knew what beer you were going to yeah, say. I know. That's my favorite beer, period, but it's only available in very select places. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, okay. So, no, uh, I've always loved a Guinness. I love just the brand even mm-hmm. before I ever had it. I yeah. thought uh-huh. it was like a, just a really cool brand that, that's a toucan and the the it just looked delicious and creamy and wonderful um and then it's absolutely disgusting and then once i turned 21 what what uh what no yeah that that's a fair response (laughs) no tastes absolutely disgusting no No, it does not it's fantastic it's wonderful i love the brand it's an awesome awesome brand great front-facing image it's disgusting christopher i'm gonna need you to dye the red out of your hair and beard because you 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 don't deserve it now yeah you everyone can have their own tastes and opinions that's fine this is and these are mine we do have our own opinions but you don't like guinness <laughs> yeah yeah oh do you know the uh it, the, one of the only places in the, in the united states you can get actual guinness from uh overseas is at uh, raglan road at yes. D- disney springs mm. really uh, it, a slightly different taste to it uh it's great if you get it from anywhere else, it's from Canada, I think. Uh, I think it's in the States now um, because Budweiser owns Guinness mm-hmm. now. Are you trying to say that there's something wrong with Canada? No, no, no. But oh. no, it, it's, well, it originates um, in Ireland. Well, I knew that. And it's different because the ones they have at Raglan Road are from Ireland. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, there's a noticeable difference. Does Both, it taste better? I think it tastes better. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, the one thing I'll, I'll say about Guinness is it has a reputation for being a very heavy beer. Yep. Um, it has a very full flavor, but it's actually the world's first light beer. Um, it's low alcohol content, um, and in terms of the the weight of the beverage, it's actually pretty light. Um, but the the nitro tap tends to to turn people off. But I mm-hmm, like it because yeah. my stomach can only hold so many bubbles, and those <laughs> nitro tap bubbles stay in there a lot better. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of the Guinness. Yeah. And and just vi- visually, it looks like a heavy beer. Yeah. It does. So you you yeah. expect it to be a thicker more bitter uh tasting drink and it's not it's so smooth it is super smooth it is um i'm gonna piggyback off of scott in this one i was gonna wait a little bit later for my beer uh because i think i'm only gonna have one beer to go for the top uh but mine you can get in very very limited places in the united states you can't buy it in a can you can't buy it in a bottle you do have to go to a pub to get it it has to be off tap uh there's two places i know of in orlando that do it one of them is if they still do it it was what's the one up in downtown it's like lizzie's or something there's an irish place like the heart and kelp it's not at the the, not at the harp and kelp it's uh lizzie mccormick's 
I think so. It's in downtown. It's on Lizzie one of those streets. Stop it. Uh, and the <laughs> other place you... <laughs> uh, the other place you can get it is at Raglan Road in Disney Springs. And that is Kilkenny. Oh, yes. Kilkenny is uh, just the smoothest beer I've ever had. It's one of those beers that they pour it for you. And then you have a solid five to eight minutes before you are allowed to drink it. Oh, Because really? it settles for that long. But once it is ready for you and it just has that right amount of head on top, it is beautiful. It is so delicious. I don't know how to describe it. It's just smooth and tasty. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But for me, I think part of the thing I love about it is the exclusivity of it. Mm-hmm. I can't go to Publix. I can't go to ABC Liquor and just pick up a Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. I have to go somewhere specifically looking for it. Got it. And, and I think that kind of adds to the experience. So my number two is Kilkenny beer. It's Irish beer. Nice. That's a good pick. Um, I'm also going to go with a beer for this one here. Um, it is, for me, it's tied to a memory that I think makes it so good. And the beer itself is great on its own, but it's tied to uh, the Yankees winning the World Series in 2009. Mm-hmm. It was on tap at every bar we watched. It was almost like our superstition beer. Like if, if the bar didn't have it, we didn't watch the game there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and they won. So it was effective. Uh, so we, we really think that. Because well, that's how that works. It, it worked. Uh, so we really think. Um, that wings at the bar and this beer helped the Yankees win the World Series, which made for a good time for us. And that beer is Carlsberg. Oh, Carlsberg oh. is not bad. I love Carlsberg. It's it's hard to describe to someone who hasn't had it, but it's it's very Why are you looking at me when you say that. No reason at all, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to look at the two other very accomplished beer drinkers in the room <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point it's <laughs> a good bit uh, <laughs> um yeah carlsberg i um i don't buy it a whole lot which i feel like makes it special when i do mm-hmm. um and yeah that's i i, I that's all i gotta say about it. i love it it's delicious i think it's important to have like special occasion mm-hmm. like yeah. drinks yep. uh because drinks are one of those things that everybody Not everybody, but like most people in the States, they drink Mm -hmm. or most people around the world. You know, it's a thing. But like you got your drinks, you can just get anywhere. And it's it's it just becomes mundane and routine. If you have that thing that you only drink on special occasions or for specific reasons. What kind of beer is it? Um, It's a lager. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's from. What the hell is it from? It's from uh, Europe. No, no, it's from Scandinavia. Maybe. Which is in Europe. (laughs) I think it's from Denmark. A part of Europe. Part of me thought Holland. And I uh, might yeah. be wrong. It's um, somewhere in Northern Europe. Yeah, specifically yeah. Northern Europe. And yeah. oddly enough, it's everywhere in China. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's very common to have it on draft in China. Would that you like to know one of the reasons know. for that? Yes, actually. Uh, because uh, a lot of the beer that comes from China came from German people who came to China for whatever reason, trade or anything like that. And they they set up breweries and things there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Chinese beer will have a lot of Germanic influence to it. Which all of your northern European places could have a little bit, you could say, have like Germanic kind of traits. Denmark. Comes from Denmark, which Denmark. is in northern Europe. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's uh, that's mine. So uh, my number two, I'm going to stay on the beer train. I have two beers for my list, but uh, one, one, we're going to learn that, that Chris is very much a, a bit of a... Uh, Inexperienced drinker? Delicate. Um, delicate drinker? <laughs> Uh, so my number my number two is going to be Purple Haze, a beta Purple Haze. That's a good pick. I like that beer. A beta a beta Purple Haze is a craft beer. It was a staple of Player One video game bar here in town and grill. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a grill. They do not make food. They used uh. to on Tuesdays. I think this was before you guys started going. Oh, really? They had like a chef that would come in on Tuesdays and make burgers like outside. Holy crap. Nice. Yeah, it was real sweet. It was like fancy artisanal burgers. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. That lasted for about six weeks, and then he went to like Vegas or something. Oh, great! Yeah, I remember that. Coincidentally, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Player One Vegas opening soon. Yeah, maybe so, they'll do burgers. So, and maybe it'll have a beat of Purple Haze, which is is a really just solid. I'm gonna have one or two beer uh, drink. It's it was great for Tuesday nights when we would come and show up for trivia. It had a really easy taste. I think it had some, some raspberry. Raspberry, yeah. there it is. Mm-hmm. Had a really solid raspberry taste in it. I could I could pitch it to people by saying it's a good fruity beer for people who don't like fruity beer. Yes, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I'll and have it, to try it one day because I am one of those who does not like fruity beer. Yeah. It is it is a it's a really solid beer. It's really solid beer. What was the what was its type? Was it like it was more golden or not golden, but but light or not light? I don't know. I don't know anything about beer. Chris knows beer words. <laughs> <laughs> was it a was it a light IPA lager Hefeweizen? Uh, yeah, yes. Exactly. It had a nice tongue to it. Uh, I noticed <laughs> notes of happiness well, and the, tap water. The, the I think it was made great. out of wheat. <laughs> Yeah, I, think I, I do believe a beer is wheat. A, a wheat beer. I think it's a yeah. wheat beer. It's a yummy beer, is what it is. Jesus. So, <laughs> so number two on my on my alcoholathon is going to be a beat of purple haze. Chris, you're going to make somebody such a wonderful bridesmaid. Because <laughs> like never the bride, huh? Yeah, never, never the bride. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, one day, you know, if I'm forty and you're forty, and that won't happen at the same time, and we're not married, then. We'll figure it out, man. I don't understand what's going on. He basically just told you it's never going to happen because I'll never be 40 at the same time. Scott, what's your number three? So, uh, my number three is my last common drink that I'm going to get out of the way. Um, this is uh, this alcohol kind of runs in my blood, which sounds bad. Um, <laughs> yes. But my entire family is from Tennessee. So I'm going to say uh, Gentleman Jack. I'm saving you, Jack and Coke. You're welcome. I love um, you. But I, I really love Gentleman Jack. Um, you know, the the first time I ever had a drink with my dad was Gentleman Jack on the Rocks. So, uh, it's yeah, it's it's a, a family drink. I really enjoy it, and it makes me happy. Good. I like Not that. like a dangerous alcoholic the way it makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a delicious beverage, and it reminds me of my family, so I like it. I'm not an alcoholic or nothing, but I literally have Gentleman Jack running through my veins. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got alcohol running in your veins too. Yeah. If, Oh, <laughs> not a good bit. Don't no. like that. Not, not a good, good bit. Come on with the come on now. Oh, Don't not? care. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm editing that out. Not, uh, yeah, it's not your catchphrase. Let's go ahead and mark it. Uh, all right. Uh, since I called Chris a bridesmaid, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with my wedding drink uh, as my my. What are we on three? Yeah, we're on three. Yep. This is a drink that I literally will only have if I am at a wedding. Um, I was just at a wedding last week the week before last and i was a little disappointed because they didn't have the components for it and there's only two components well technically three but they didn't have the components so i had to do the uh, substitution uh my wedding drink is gin and tonic nice mm. if if it's available i really like hendrix hendrix is a really nice kind of upper yeah. a little higher end of the of the gins a little bit better than your bombay or your uh beef eater I really like Hendrix, but you don't need it because if it's a wedding, you're just pounding stuff anyway. I can take – I can go to a wedding. I can down eight, nine, ten gin and tonics, and I'm fine. I don't get drunk. I stay tipsy because I'm sweating it out the entire time. 
if you've ever seen me at a wedding, I am on the dance floor for the entirety. Like they are saying their vows, I am on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it the old white man boogie woogie as hard as I possibly can. White man boogie woogie. Oh, oh, I am not a good dancer, Chris. I am not. But if it's a wedding, I figure there's alcohol involved. Everybody's trying to get their inhibitions lowered. And I'm going to be one of those first people on the dance floor to kind of like invite everybody like, well, he's being an idiot out there. I guess I could go out and slightly move my body, (laughs) but I will go hard. I will find an old lady to dance with. Oh, I will. I will go crazy. Whatever song it is, I will dance to it. It'll look the same. It'll look like the same dance for everything that's going on. One of the only times in my life I got like aggressively hit on was by an elderly woman at my friend Justin's wedding. Uh, And it was one of the bride's family members. It was like a distant cousin. And she just like pulled me aside and said, we're going to go dance. And I went, oh, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Proper response. I was 25. Uh, And like (laughs) that was that was a scary experience. And there's photos of everyone just laughing at me in the background while I was having my Me Too moment. It was just not fun. What's wrong with that? Old ladies need love, too. I mean, just it was just it was aggressive. Yeah, it was aggressive. I mean, you you could have just not danced. No, no, no. Am I allowed to say something like that right now? I got to I was being we got to be careful now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did I bring it down? I brought it down. I don't know. I was being, anyway, uh, I was being kind. I do want to see Chris dance at a wedding, though. Uh, it's it's a good time. It's actually a good time. I think it would be. Yeah. My number three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot what we were doing. Uh, my number three is a very fun summertime drink. Um, it was also the uh, groomsman party drink at my friend's wedding a few years back. Uh, they each did themed drinks, one for the bride, one for the groom. She did the blushing bride, which was like a cherry something i don't know what it was i didn't drink it and uh the groom did uh what he called them brojitos okay they were uh, just just a a solidly good mojito um what also helped this kind of ties into my my second pick about having like a fun memory attached to it Mm -hmm. right um we all watched that show i don't know if if any of you have (laughs) called blue mountain state no, no. Uh, college football comedy, very, very funny. Oh yeah, that sounds up my alley. Super, yeah, super, <laughs> super raunchy. Comedy Central. Um, not Comedy Central. Uh, Spike, 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 TV. Spike, Spike TV. Spike TV. So you know, you know the R.I.P. Spike TV. You know the demo. You the know, network for men. Yeah, you know what it's gonna be. Um, and one of them made a a like pop song called Mojito, and we all somehow got the DJ to play it at his wedding as we're all blitzed off of mojitos. (laughs) And it was just a great time. People are looking at us like we're idiots because there's maybe 10 of us out on the dance floor. It's like the groomsmen party, our friends and the groom. And we're just like bombed off mojitos, singing the lyrics to a song called Mojito. (laughs) (laughs) And like the groom's parents, like they know us by now. They're sick of our shit, but they're like, (laughs) you you all went to high school together, whatever. Um, but yeah, mojito uh, is just a delicious beverage, and it's really hard to mess up. I've noticed, like mm. even the worst mojito is still pretty good. So yeah, number three for Billy Mojito. Nice, okay. nice, solid uh, choice. My number three, I'm gonna get it nice and over with real quick, since we already talked about it a couple times. It's Jack and Coke. Uh, I don't drink Coca-Cola anymore, uh, so if I'm if I'm gonna like go to the occasion of hey, I'm gonna have a Coke, uh, I'm gonna add probably uh, some jack daniels to it i i think that i it used to be a whole lot higher on uh, honey jack uh-huh. um i'm now kind of lessening my sweet tooth and going down you're, to you're just now regular... becoming a man yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> wait till i get to my number four um but i'm starting to come down from the hill a little bit uh-huh. and uh it's it's a really really solid uh whiskey uh it's 
freaking awesome. It's a really nice drink. Jack and Coke, super simple. We all know what it tastes like. That's my number three. It tastes like Jack and Coke. It tastes like, it tastes Jack, like, Jack, like Jack and Coke. <laughs> it tastes like me holding down vomit. Yeah. I can't, like, as as everyone as a young man does, I drank a lot of Jack and Coke when I started drinking. And if I smell it now, it is immediately a bad time. <laughs> I, we, we should take the time to note that I was a super late bloomer to the whole drinking thing. Yeah, no, that's and fine. So because of that, all these drinks that people like abhor in their mid 20s mm-hmm. and early 30s. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am like, oh, these are the greatest drinks ever. So and I don't want to like I know I'm I'm giving you I'm giving you the business quite a bit here. <laughs> right. But that is just kind of our dynamic in the in, in general. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like drink shaming anybody. I'm only drink shaming Chris. Oh, we are all allowed to have our own taste. I'm trying to work on that. That's a personal growth thing for me <laughs> is not like judging people's like tastes and things. Yeah. But like. You know, if you're giving me some fruity, nasty drink, I don't, I don't want no, I don't want no part of that. But so, I love you, Chris. So number three for me, Chris, and this is mine, Jack and Coke. Sweet. Uh, so number four for me, I'm gonna go back to what everyone thought I was gonna say. There it is. One of my other ones, uh, but it is from. God damn it! Chris. Sorry. <laughs> if you're gonna fuss with your phone, turn the sound off first. It's yeah, an you, accident. You so. It's from Bold City Brewing in Jacksonville, Florida. Go Jags, 2020 Super Bowl champs. Do all till I die. The Bortles. <laughs> Bortles. Is that the... his name? Yes. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I got it right. Then uh, that is Duke's Cold Nose Brown Ale. Not what I thought it was going to be. Interesting. I, yeah. So anyway. Scott, you know what we thought you were going to say. I don't. I'm not going to say it because you still might say it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so said, but it's it's a really delicious brown ale. Um, it's really only available in Florida as far as I know. Um, but if you're ever around Jacksonville or Central Florida, go pick up a Dukes, and it is great. Okay. Cool. All right. We didn't expect that from you. Yeah, I definitely did not. All right, what are we on? Four? Uh, this we, is four. Is, yes. four. four. Okay. Four to Hunter. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm sorry, I got a shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've been so long. That's why I'm like, that's <laughs> is that why you is that why you were talking about Dukes? That's <laughs> was it like like on your mind? No, you were talking why, about a brown Dukes. That's why I've been like squirming in my chair for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> I'll be back in about 20 minutes. <laughs> Pinch that one off quick, Scott. Man, we're going to get you. Guys, let's go really, really quick and then just leave silence until Scott gets back. Uh, oh, my God. It's really nice because usually I'm the one who runs to the bathroom in the middle of the podcast. I know. Also, the way Scott's apartment is set up, it sounded like someone was just coming into the front door. And I was like, who is interrupting our podcast? <laughs> You know what's great, too, is we've been talking this whole time, and I have not put any effort into thinking of what my my fourth one is here. <laughs> but, hey, hey, guys, Scott has come back. Welcome back, Scott. How's your colon? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys kept recording. The whole time. Oh, my God. The whole time. Jesus. This episode's title is now A Literal Shit Break. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that was a quick poops. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Real quick poops. You know, uh, you know the cha-cha slide? When the song ends, it's like, be sure to head back for part two. And nobody wants part two. Yeah. There's a part That's going to happen later. There's going <laughs> to be a part two. I, 
I literally just talked about that. <laughs> so I'm glad to know that we're on the same wavelength. All right. Well, so this isn't embarrassing. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a book. It's called Everybody Poops Scott. It's true. Yep. It's, very it's called Everybody Poops Scott. <laughs> yeah. There's a com- there's the Oxford comma and everything. Yep. It's great. Uh, Can we would, talk about how great the Oxford comma that is? That would not be an Oxford comma. Would it not? No. no, it would not. The Oxford comma is after two things before the third one. Gotcha. It's got a comma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are now on Hunter's number four, top five alcoholic beverage. Because we're not talking about Scott's number two. We're not talking about Scott's number two. <laughs> because <laughs> we already talked a lot about scott's number two oh, all right i'm sorry continue so my number four is going to be uh and i'm a little under the weather right now so that's going to kind of inform my my opinion and this is something that you can only get that as far as i know um at player one video game bar that and is actually where i met all three of these jerks yeah. <laughs> um, because Scott was wearing a lag wagon t-shirt and I was like I have a friend now <laughs> he is one of literally 27 people who know this band my first one <laughs> so uh, I'm a little under the weather I don't feel good and when I don't feel good but it's still time for a little drinky poo I like to head over to <laughs> player one video game bar and get what is called a manmosa oh yes mm. this is also kind of uh, inspired by Billy with his mojito it made me think about the manmosa a manmosa is really really nice you get a big old stein and you fill it most Huge. of the way up like a big old yeah, stein you fill it massive. most of the way up with orange blossom pilsner a really really amazing local brewery mm-hmm. um uh, i don't like fruity beers but this one is just it's got a hint yeah, of it's that barely it's fruity. really nice it's a really light fruity if you are like if you're going outside and mowing the lawn in the summer heat and you come back inside and you have an orange blossom pilsner, it's like a wonderfully refreshing beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they take that, fill it most of the way up with the orange blossom pilsner, and then they splash in just a touch of orange juice. And beer and orange juice does not sound like a good combination, but it, it is, is fantastic. Yeah, it's really great. It's wonderful. It makes me feel like I'm not drinking. I'm having some orange juice. It's got vitamin C. <laughs> it's good for me. <laughs> other justifications for my drinking. <laughs> really like it, it's called a manmosa, uh, and it's it's wonderful. Bilski, all right. My number four uh, is sadly discontinued, and it breaks my heart. Um, it's Optimus also, Prime. Uh, I don't, oh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. Okay. No, no, not that. I thought you were just saying Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> like my no. other my my top five Transformers drinks: are Optimus Prime. I like a sunscreen. Uh, <laughs> sunscreen. <laughs> I'm a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> um. It's also a, a bit of a, a a girlier drink, but it is fantastic, and I love it so much. I miss it every day. Um, Pinnacle Vodka used to make – I mean, they still make a crap ton of flavors. But they used to make one in 2011, 2012 called Gummy, which tasted like Swedish fish. Oh, I thought this was going to be Chris's uh, – Nope, nope, nope. Chris's uh, – Let's uh, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be quiet. Um. But you, I'd get the the gummy flavored vodka, which was Swedish fish. It even had a Swedish fish on the label. Oh, wow. nice. it, it was just called gummy for legal reasons, I think. <laughs> um, and if you mix it with Sprite, it was like drinking a Swedish fish that will just mess you up. Probably give you a horrible hangover. One yeah. of the worst hangovers I've ever had. That in my sounds dangerous. <laughs> it, it, it's mostly sugar, right? But yeah. uh, it is delicious. Uh, was delicious, sadly. Um, but yeah, so uh, Swedish fish and Spr- uh, Swedish vodka and Sprite is my number four. R.I.P. Pinnacle Gummy. Yeah, I miss you. So my number four, uh, I'm gonna run off of the Pinnacle Vodka train. 
Uh, I'm going to say it is the creamsicle. So one of the very first drinks I had, uh, actually the very first drink was a Chardonnay at a wedding. Uh, and then I went to a beer fest and tried a bunch of different beers. And then a a beautiful Sunday uh, in Central Florida, I went to Miller's Ale's Ale House and I had what can only be described as the creamsicle. I looked at my friend Vito. I said, Vito, what do I get to drink? And he said, well, you like orange, so get a creamsicle. And I was like, what's that? And it's Pinnacle Whipped Vodka and OJ. So it's basically a screwdriver, but instead of regular vodka, you go with whipped vodka. Uh, I don't know why. I actually preferred at Miller's Ale House the best. I think it's the ratio that they use. It's still a single shot of uh, vodka, but the OJ is very, very creamy. And it legitimately tastes like a creamsicle. And I'm, I'm a big fan. Love it to death. I'm so sorry. Creamy should never be an adjective used to describe orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> like in no way, shape, it's or form. It's literally called a creamsicle. Yeah, that yeah, comes from whipped the whipped cream, cream vodka. vodka. Which, well, okay, that, that explains where the whipped vodka. I was like, how do you whip vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get the whisk. <laughs> get me some smeared off in the whisk. I'm gonna make a vodka omelet. I have I have a lot of I have a lot of I have a lot of trouble getting a creamsicle at anywhere other than Ale House just about because for whatever reason they make it the best and they make it really strong. So if you go somewhere not else, really strong like strong like a strong drink, but strong like it's strong good. Where the where the orange juice isn't creamy enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? God, it's terrible. Some of us are not good with English. Yeah, me speak English, great. Yeah, <laughs> me feel English. That's impossible. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't take a shit in the middle of the episode. Okay. Hey, what's up, Scott? What's your number five? <laughs> uh, Scott, if you don't say what literally all three of us know is in your top five, I'm going to stop the podcast. <laughs> okay. There is so much pressure on everybody. Yeah, I need to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, this might be the final show, guys. <laughs> Y'all know I couldn't get away with only one tiki drink. Oh, I have to stop the wow. podcast now. Genuinely shocked. All right, so let's not get through it so, and then righteous so, indignation. So yeah. when I was... Um, you know, pooping. Uh, <laughs> Dropping a Duke's brown ale. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is the thing that they all know is in my top five that I don't? And I literally couldn't think of it. Well, again, but anyway, we'll get through it, then righteous yeah. indignation. So, so, <laughs> so my, my number five is a jet pilot. Um, it's really hard to find a bar that will make it or make it well, for that matter. Um, but there's an old tiki drink called a test pilot. And someone was like, yo, what if we put some 151 in this? Jeez. And then they made the Jet Pilot. Um, it's like it's a really, really strong drink. Like a single Jet Pilot is probably like three standard drinks. Um, but it has uh, like cinnamon and stuff in it. And it's just extremely tasty. It's just like a float of 151 and you serve it with crushed ice. So as the ice melts and you drink the drink, the 151 gets diluted. So basically the, the apparent potency of the drink stays the same as mm -hmm. you sip through the whole thing. It's very good. Before before the righteous indignation, because there will be. Yeah. Um, first of all, don't ever let Scott get in touch with 151 ever. <laughs> That's just a blanket statement. If you're ever drinking with Scott somewhere and he pulls out a bottle of the now discontinued Bacardi 151 and they shut it down because of Scott. Yeah. They oh, don't yeah. make it That's anymore because yeah. of him. Just run. Run. Just, okay, literally just run. run. I would like to, to save my bartending credibility here. No. No. Yep. No, I'm doing it. Uh, there should be a rule against allowing someone to pour 151 after they're already inebriated yes because that's where things went south yes and people started calling it was a fourth of july party uh last year and people started calling me benedict arnold <laughs> yes. because i betrayed everyone <laughs> it was bad midway through the 
third annual Fourth of Jaluau party. He just start. He he walks up and he's like, "Hmm, I know what this needs. It needs additional 151." And then he just proceeds to pour the no, no. rest of nope. the fifth in nope. there, nope. one nope. entire nope. bottle. Wow. Of that, that is literally not what happened. <laughs> the drink came out sweeter than I wanted because I was I was free base and I was just kind of making. It you like, were doing <laughs> crack. <laughs> <laughs> free balling. Free free basing free, is not free, the verb you're looking for. Free wheeling, Shin boy. <laughs> free wheeling is what I meant to say. Okay. Um, Freestyling. Free balling. There it is. That's freestyling. Freestyling. Free balling. Because uh, I'm free. Chris, you're literally on Bumble right now. Wow. <laughs> Called the fuck out. If you match with Chris on Bumble, just know he'll be distracted. So. <laughs> Podcasting. I'm just kidding. Chris is a wonderful human being. Please marry him. So anyway. <laughs> Before Hunter has to, apparently. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm just looking out for my years, boy. Everybody. Long story short, the drink was sweeter than I wanted it. I, I thought a little 151 would go great. I poured a respectable amount in. It tasted amazing. And my already consumed alcohol state said if a little 151 made it great, a lot of 151 will probably make it amazing. No. And that's where things went wrong. So, end of story. Righteous indignation time, gentlemen. Righteous indignation! It won the blue ribbon. It won uh, the it blue won ribbon. The freaking blue ribbon! And every time there is that on the menu, you're like, you mentioned that it won the blue ribbon. Yep. Guys, it won the blue ribbon. And then you order it, and you love it. And I'm pretty drink- sure the first time oh, I ever drank with you, we drank PBRs. Yeah, at Ale House. At Ale House. Yeah. Back when they were like two, two was, tall boys for three two bucks. for three dollars. Yeah. Yep. Scott, it's, it's eternally two for three dollars. No, no, that, that deal went away a couple yeah. years ago. Because of Scott. <laughs> There's a lot of alcohol-related was... incidents in Orlando that are due to Scott Verbal, apparently. <laughs> this is painting me in a horrible light. Yeah. Um, We're not the ones that took a shit in the middle of the episode. Dude, I Duke. don't know what to tell you. You, you, gotta, go. you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, one day, I'm, I'm one day Chris, you're going to have to take one. Yep. I'm going to have to take one. Billy's going to have to take it's one. true. And I'm not doing diapers like an astronaut. <laughs> I love this podcast, but not so much that I need to poop in my own pants. So I love me some PBR, and it yeah. did, in fact, win the Blue Ribbon, it which did. most beers have not. It's true. Um, almost every beer Statistically, has not. no other beer has. <laughs> um, but it's like my favorite really cheap beer. But if we're going overall favorite drinks, mm-hmm. um, it does not make the cut. Gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to come out of left field here. I hate tequila. Do not like it. Yeah, no, that's my bad drink. Don't like the taste of it. Don't like the smell of it. Don't like anything about it. But if we go to Epcot, I'm going to go over to the Mexico Pavilion. I'm going to go inside that pyramid. I'm going to go down to the Tequilaria or whatever it's called. (laughs) Cava de Tequila. I'm going to go to that place. I'm going to get me an avocado margarita. Mm. That bad boy is delicious. (laughs) I you Bear with me here if you've never had an avocado margarita and you're thinking... Wow, gross. You're putting an avocado in a margarita. That yes. sounds terrible. Yes. I understand your your concerns, yes. but give it a shot. Uh, they okay. do this wonderful salt on the rim of it, that like black salt. I don't know what it is, but it is fantastic. Like the Himalayan season. Yeah. It's yeah. like that stuff that you burn to like kill spice, like spirits or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. you go to the mall and it's like coming to this weird witchy store. It's called Spencer's. It's We've got salt and it's pink and you burn it. And I'm like, I put salt on my food. I don't want to waste it. <laughs> People, use, salt used to be expensive back in the day. Yeah. Not like the term, in our time. So the term salary came from. 
That makes sense. Really? Because yeah. you're worth your weight in salt. Uh, no, I think it was the Roman soldiers that they got paid uh, in salt. Because that makes it was sense. So desirable, and so they had a salary. Because huh. salt makes food taste good. I'm it pretty does. sure. Well, oh, it also preserves food. That's it does. The, that's the bigger key. <laughs> but yeah. it also makes it taste good. Yeah, good. it does. But the avocado margarita over in Epcot in the Mexico Pavilion is just outstanding. It's smooth. It's clean. It's easy to yeah. drink. And and it's it's just fantastic. And it's one of those things. It's one of those you can only get it in one place. I'm sure there are other avocado margaritas, but I'm talking about this one, guys. Yeah. That makes it special. And it's the only tequila drink I'm ever going to drink. <laughs> I'm actually there with you. Um, that same uh, location, Cava de Tequila, uh-huh. has a margarita there called the a blood orange margarita. It's a close second. It's fantastic. And they what they do, they don't put the, the salt on the rim. They do chili powder. <gasps> yes. It is fantastic. Ooh. Now, now hold on a second. I'm going to have to put a pause here. Um, how are you not already just sweating thinking about it? Because Billy cannot do spice. No, it's true. But the chili powder there is just enough. But also, here's my secret. Yeah. I'm always sweating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Banner. <laughs> um. Is it to me now? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make, I don't want to, you're didn't number want, five. Didn't want to cut you off. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Excellent. All right. Great. So my number five. Oh, I thought you were doing, I thought that was your number. No, five. no, no. I was just following because what you said, this is not my five. Oh, okay. No, In case I just, you were wondering, that was not Billy's five. No, no. This is my five, but it is from a neighboring country in Epcot. It is from the China Pavilion. Okay. It's not neighboring. It's on the other side of Norway. It's in the same place, Chris. <laughs> you are your neighbors only directly next to you yes nope no that's why it's called a neighborhood uh, yeah world showcases a neighborhood yeah of 11 countries and one africa outpost yes <laughs> um and it, one lazy excuse for a pavilion yes <laughs> that's true hey you want loud drums and kids beating them all day come to africa and a bud light <laughs> <laughs> and a hot dog <laughs> y'all want some beads we got some beads. <laughs> this is good, right, guys? Yeah. We've we've uh, fulfilled our obligation. No, it's no, not enough. No. Oh, all no. right, all right, it's fine. It's we'll fine. put some drums then. <laughs> um, there's a guy whittling. <laughs> in the in the China Pavilion, it's at the there's a, a stand towards the front of the pavilion by the water. Um, they have a drink there called the Canto Lupi. Ooh, it is vodka and freshly squeezed cantaloupe juice. It is oh. wonderful. Now, can- cantaloupe is one of my favorite fruits. Uh, I, If you give me any fruit in the world, I will pick cantaloupe. It is wonderful. Really? Yeah, I love it so much. It is wonderful. For you, the for the five plus years that I've known you now, we've never had a conversation about our favorite fruits. That's why we have this podcast, Chris. Next week on No Prep Top <laughs> yeah. 5. Oh, shit. Wait. Then it would be No Prep. <laughs> yes. Don't pick me. Some Prep Top 5. <laughs> um, but yeah, cantaloupe is awesome. And the it's not a widely available juice. Like You can't buy cantaloupe juice in the store. I've never thought of the idea of cantaloupe juice. And it's so good. And mixed really? with the vodka. Um it is wonderful. It is uh, it has caused way too many bad things to happen when I before I lived here and would drink around the world. Um, that was like if I finished drink around the world, that was my going back for seconds. <laughs> that was my first stop. I I'm trying my my most desperate to like picture what cantaloupe juice would taste like. I mean, I'm sure. Don't tell me it's going to taste like cantaloupe, obviously. <laughs> but, like, I'm trying to figure out what the consistency I mean, it's is. It's probably citrusy. Like, how creamy is it? It's like, not. That's what it, I need to know. It's, it's, that, was a, that was just me being an, uh, an ass. Oh. <laughs> Talking about creamy fruit juices. Oh, Chris, yeah, that's about you. 
So my number five. <laughs> if you haven't noticed already, uh, the theme of my drink choices are either fruity or light. And I'm going to go with light one more time. My number two beer, number five on the list, is a good old-fashioned lube. Michelob Ultra. Oh, no. I'm such... I love Michelob Ultra. It's just a go-to beer. It's normally super cheap. It's tasty. It's a really good time. I remember the second time I ever had alcohol, I was at a beer festival in uh, in Lakeland, Florida, and it was in the parking lot of the Lakeland Center, and they just had a beer festival, and you went in, and you had just kind of an unlimited drink ticket. And I went, and I, I tried, like, 20-something beers, and they were, like, standard, like... Uh, domestic beers and stuff and I landed on the Michelob Ultra as my favorite it was light it was a good taste it wasn't very disturbing I really liked it and right now Michelob Ultra actually has a variant called uh, pure gold where it's made with organic grains so it's actually good for the environment too so I'm actually actually that's it's worse for the environment when it's organic I'm actually just throwing that out there so my number five (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like, actually, hold on for everybody on the podcast. Uh, Billy is angrily breathing. You went to a beer <laughs> festival and picked Michelob Ultra. I, I was holding it in because I've been such right. a jerk to Chris this whole time. But you, it's it's hurting me. It's like going to a beer festival and your favorite drink is the water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I had all the beer. I sampled all of them. That makes it worse. <laughs> no, it's like it going doesn't. to it's like going to the food and wine festival at Epcot and like getting some chicken nuggets from Chick fil A. Like it's, oh, no, no, man. not even that. No, because Chick fil A is pretty good. Yeah. That's like going to the food and wine festival at Epcot and going to the American Pavilion and getting a turkey leg. Okay, so let's let's be clear about something. When it's one of your very first times drinking, we've all had beer for the first time. Yes. And, and at that first time you had that yeah, beer. Yeah, we were all 12 once. It tasted like dog shit. Dog piss. Tasted like dog piss. Beer does not taste good. You have to develop a taste for beer. Yes. So when I went to this beer festival and the first drink of alcohol I ever had was a week earlier and it was Chardonnay at a wedding. Chardonnay also disgusting, by the way. Real gross. Yeah, real gross. I got the least offending thing. And that's why I went with lobes. Also, I I, I have a huge question. Yeah. Uh, when up? you were describing Mick Ultra as your, your, your top choice at the beer festival <laughs> earlier... You said it was the least disturbing? Yeah, because beer How's tastes, that? the beer tastes like shit. How, I can taste how is disturbing a metric for beer? I can see it. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna take Chris aside for a, a quick moment, and then I'm going to go right back to berating him, um, <laughs> as is natural for my people. Um, as is tradition. Yes, it is known. Uh, if you are brand new to drinking... You've had water before. Yeah. It's a it's a normal thing that you've had. Make a little ultra, not not too far from it. Um, so it's familiar, it's safe. If you've never had beer before and you went straight for like an IPA, I like beer and I will not drink an IPA. I could see it yeah, being like something's happening to my throat. What is this? I'm being harassed. I'm being assaulted right now. What's going on? And then Michelob Ultra comes in and it's just like, hey, buddy. I'm basically nothing. <laughs> I can't offend you or hurt you at all. And if you have like 14 or 15 of me, you'll get a decent buzz going. <laughs> so I have a fun game. Okay. We need to make Chris drink a lambic. Oh, a I think a Chris lambic. will love a lambic. Uh, see, it'll go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. It will be love at first sight 
or he might vomit back into the to the glass. Mm. And I can't wait to watch. I feel I, like that's, I a, that's a sweet 50-50. I personally don't like Lambic. So I guess me either. Yeah, me either. They're kind of like a snobby beer thing as yeah. like the next step after IPAs for most people. So um, what, what's a Lambic? You'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, awesome. Maybe maybe what could be a fun little thing is if we, we bring him a Lambic next episode, we have him taste it, we get some live, uh, live feedback. What I'm, if we gave Chris a beer flight? Oh. What if we brought some class to And These Are Mine? Like, And These Are My beers <laughs> isn't that what we actually just what we just did <laughs> oh so, great guys so we're actually, classy already actually this could be a really good follow-up segment literally just bring in a one of one beer each of you select one beer and you bring it in and we'll try it out i like this yeah i'll bring in the i'll bring the lobes nope because nope, that I've was my lobe. <laughs> no one needs to taste the lobe that was my number five no, i hope you're ready for arrogant bastard ale <laughs> <laughs> it sucks yeah. <laughs> That was my number five, uh, Michelob Ultra. My honorable mention, by the way, was the White Russian because it's basically a, a nice – it is a legitimately creamy drink, and it kind of tastes like coffee. This is where cream would come in because there's cream in it. Yeah. 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 I do enjoy the White Russian. That's they're, actually a good They're drink. great in bathrobes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Standing on a rug. Yeah. So you're saying <laughs> I should have got the I White like Russian over the Michelob yeah. Ultra is what really you're saying. really size the room together. Yeah, 1,000%. Oh, okay, great. Awesome. Well, no, you should do you. Just know that you're wrong. <laughs> Well, the benefit of this episode is that some people have opinions, and these are mine. And yeah. in my opinion, I enjoy the lobes. I also really like saying lobes. It's yeah, a we great know. Bit. <laughs> let's it's throw a some. Uh, let's throw some honorable mentions in here, guys. Let's throw in a Moscow Mule. Fantastic mm-hmm. drink. The only vodka drink I'll drink. I like a Moscow Mule. Now, I went to Shula's one time. Shula's, Shula's Steakhouse, which is a football player fancy steakhouse. Yep. Don Shula. Don Shula. Weird combination. Amazing food. Fantastic. But they had a... Uh, yes, easily. I, I think it was called the Mule Kick or something. It was a Moscow Mule, but made with bourbon instead of vodka. Uh-huh. And it was wonderful. Moscow Mule has to be served in a uh, like a metal, a metal cup. One of those yeah. weird idiosyncrasies of things. And I, I like stuff like that. Uh, uh, red wine. Red wine, great. Nice red Would wine. make me make a, a Scott break if I drank it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Giving red wine as your honorable mention. Yeah. It's like, one of my favorite beers is IPA. Yes. <laughs> putting red wine as your honorable mention is like putting Mick Ultra as your number five. Oh, wait. Uh, red Scott, wine, I love you, you, Christopher. You enjoy the, you enjoy the Pinot? I, I do not enjoy the Pinot. Um, the the, the, the Pinot is not a drink of choice. Really? No. We I, say not, it all the time. Because yeah, it's, it's fun, fun to say. say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, if I had to pick an honorable mention, um, and it's it's not a shock if you know me, um, I I'm a sucker for a hard orange soda. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised that wasn't in your top five. It's it's close. Yeah, it was close. If we're going in that vein, the hard root beer is really really good. Um, the Spreckers. Yeah, yeah, Spreckers hard root beer is really that's good. really nice. Yeah. What about what about you, Scott? Uh, my honorable mention will be the Dark and Stormy. <gasps> oh, yes. very good. Yeah. Very, very good. similar to my Moscow Mule. You're getting yeah. the ginger beer in yep. both. I love the spiciness of both of yeah, those drinks. So good. That's the other uh, rum drink that I really enjoy. Yeah. It's going to be if you add a little bit of a falernum to it, it makes gives us this touch of sweetness, and it's super good. The hell is falernum? <laughs> It's, it's like a, I'm just going to casually drop the word falernum like any of these guys have ever heard it before. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, for real. What's a falernum? It's just a like a, it's like a variant on simple syrup. So, you know, oh, like, okay. orjad is like almond simple syrup, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what the plant is specifically. 
Um, but it's something that tastes good. Cool. I'm a big fan of stuff with grenadine in it. I Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. If there was alcohol in it, I would give an honorable mention to Roy Rogers. I'm sure there was lots of alcohol in Roy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the old West. Like, there, you didn't drink water back then. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, that feels like a good, good. So, uh, good now, podcast. now, oh, have the tables turned? Because now that we've wrapped up our the no prep, stayed in the same place. This okay, whole time. shut up, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've wrapped up our no prep top five uh, for this week, it is now my turn to cast my gaze among my peers and determine who gets to choose the next no prep top five. Billy, Billy's the next one that does a no prep top five, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of And These Are Mine. My name's Chris. I'm Scott. I'm Hunter. And I'm Billy. Have a good one, guys. We love you. Can't believe you guys kept recording. <laughs> <laughs>